in a good mood tonight. He's always in a good mood. <laughs> Man, I, I want you guys to get excited because God's about to do some wonderful things in your life. He's up to something. And I don't know if you could see it, but I could see, I'm seeing it right now. That in my life, things that I've been sowing a long time ago, I'm seeing the benefits of it now. Hallelujah. And, and so I want to encourage to keep sowing, to keep investing in the kingdom. Because what, what starts happening is there's actual cycles. There's cycles of testing. And then, and then another cycle. And you, you're like, well, God, I, 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 I'm trying so hard and I'm not seeing the results yet. But then there's another cycle. And every time you're moving forward, hallelujah. Yeah. But when you're back here, it feels a little bit hard, right? Yeah. Because now it feels like you're going backwards, but you're actually going forwards. Hallelujah. It's a, you guys with me? Hallelujah. Yep. Yeah. And, and then, so the, like the secret, actually, the secret is to be able to endure the hard times. Because when you endure the hard times and you keep your heart good and you keep your heart pure, hallelujah, it's, it's like an automatic promotion in the spirit. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a divine law it's a divine law of sowing and reaping i don't know where you're at in your cycle right now maybe you maybe it feels like you're getting taken back a few steps right but don't worry about it because i'm telling you it, like if you if you actually press through and if you could see what's on the other side of that test if you could see what's on the other side of that argument if you could see what's on like, like sometimes I want to retaliate to people. Hallelujah. Yeah. I, I like, I got these little thoughts in my head. I'm just going to have revenge. You're right. Yeah. But can, like, if you can actually like, just go through it with grace yeah. and just keep going, then actually the universe is going to start showing you grace. The God Almighty, God Almighty will cause the elements, yeah. hallelujah, to give you grace. Come on. It doesn't matter if it's COVID-19. It doesn't matter anything. When the grace of God is upon you, when you've released grace, grace gets released. Hallelujah. And then you keep walking and walking, and eventually it's like things that used to bug you don't bug you anymore. You can't do that in the flesh. You can't do that without the Spirit. You can't do that with your willpower. Anybody here ever tried will willpower? Yeah. I'm going to stop smoking. Stop <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, you, you can do it. I'm just, you know. But it's hard. With the spirit. I mean, uh, I don't know how many testimonies of people that all of a sudden, in one day, boom, their whole life changed. Hallelujah. That can only happen with the with the the spirit, the Holy Spirit, that comes in and transforms the life. And if you actually have your your hands open, if you got your eyes to heaven and with a heart of expectation, Hallelujah, where you you have expectation for Him to pour it out on you. Anybody here ever raised their expectation and God actually met them at the expectation that they raised it? You, you guys know what I'm talking about. He meets you to the level of your faith. Hallelujah. Man, I, just put yourself out there. Try something new. Try something different. Gigi, try something radical. Like something good, right? But, you know, the spirit. <laughs> Change your expectation and you'll see God's going to meet you there. Hallelujah. It's so true. And, and you, you'd say, well, that, that doesn't really like, I got to put more effort. I got to do all this. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, well how, how does that, how does that even happen? Like, like, because without faith, you haven't even started yet. It's it's like 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 Bora, I, I love you, but you don't you don't exist. Like how how can I? <laughs> like 
We're in the same house, but I've never spoken to you. I've never actually released affection towards you. Hallelujah. How can I have a relationship? I mean, she, she's still going to be doing nice things for me. Right? God still does nice things for people. But man, when I start showing my wife affection, when I start being nice to her, when I start doing things for her, hallelujah, there's a, there's a retaliation. There's a, there's a comeback. There's a blessing that comes down. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, even in marriages, guys, sometimes it gets hard. It's not always easy. Can I hear a name? I don't know. I don't know how many married people here. <laughs> there is a. There are cycles in marriage. The first three years is easy. I mean, if if the first three years aren't easy for you, you need a lot of prayer. <laughs> After that, oh, the testing comes right. The testing comes. And when you get offended by that person, when you get hurt by that person, hallelujah. If you're I'm telling you guys, this is this is this is like this is so real. If you can actually go through it and act right, that person will actually like the love that they actually have is gonna change. Because they're, they're like, man, I, I screwed up and you still loved me? Hallelujah. Right, I remember Bora, like, she like she was trying to push me away at, at a point. Like, <laughs> she, was like, she was like, what are you doing here? Like, I'd show up at her house. She's like, why are you here? Like, she's kind of give me that. Go away. Right? So, so what did I do? I could have just been like... Now, you know what? You know a lot of people, they start their journey with God and then something bad happens to them. Hallelujah. Yeah. They feel like 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 life is not is giving them the you're not like the the hammer on the head. Life's giving you a hammer on the head and you're like, "You know what? This God thing doesn't work." Hallelujah. Yeah. But the more you go through those cycles, the more you can actually overcome the challenges. Man, I'm preaching good tonight. Hallelujah. Yep. Hallelujah. Can I hear an amen or something? Come on. Amen. Amen. Okay. Good. <laughs> I, I actually feel this word will actually save you a lot of problems. It's going to save you a lot of heartache. Hallelujah. Because you know what? When you start investing into something and it gets challenging, you get into that weird place where you're wondering if I should quit or if I should keep going. Sure. You guys know what I'm talking about? And, and that's, that's like the, the pressure point. It, it's a different level. Hallelujah. You guys play Mario Brothers? There's different levels. Right? You, you kill the dragon. When you make it to the next level, just make it to the next level. There's dragons. There's holes. There's things that are going to shoot fire at you. Hallelujah. But if you can make it to the next level in your marriage. Man, I, I just pray right now this word would just get into your spirit. Hallelujah. And that when, when, when you're going to need this, you're going to just break it. Like God's just going to remind you in the back of your head when you feel like quitting, when you feel like, like stopping everything. Hallelujah. God's just going to remind you. I just pray right now in Jesus' name for him to remind you to keep going, to keep moving forward. Hallelujah. You know what? People say you can't change people. I don't believe that. Uh, tweet that one. You can change people. Do you believe that? Come on. Can I hear amen? Come on. You can change people. You can change people. You start talking about Jesus. Start being what you would like them to be. You want them to forgive you? You start being forgiving. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's good. 
Next thing you know, God is just like, man, that person, wow, they're just like, I just can't help myself but to love, like, like, I know I love everybody, but like, like, there's this thing called favor, and we're going to be looking at that today. We're going to be looking at favor. There's this thing called favor. And there's this thing where God actually highlights, where he puts a spotlight on a specific person. Remember Mary? You're blessed. She's blessed and highly favored. There was a spotlight on Mary. Come on. Who here wants a spotlight on them from God? Well, God just... He, nobody knows what you're doing in your, your, your secret place. He's looking at you and He's giving you a high five. He's giving you a wink. He's giving you a, a smile. He, he's looking down and He's just like, Oh man, I, you were tempted to do this and you didn't do it. I just... Wow. Do you know that God actually does that? He's looking at you and he's he's like a proud father. When I see my, my kids do something good and make a right decision, man, that, that's worth living. That's worth doing the right thing when you're by yourself. Hallelujah. The more good things you do, hallelujah, there's a reward in heaven. I believe there's actually a reward on earth too. There's nothing wrong with being good. Can I hear amen? Amen. <laughs> it's like, if some people are scared of good. They're scared of, of, of godliness. But you know what? If you choose, if you choose to do the right thing. So why don't we, uh, well, let's just take the offering right now. So tonight I'm preaching on how... Can we make this world a brighter place? How can we make this world? A, I, I don't know if you guys have noticed that it's been a couple rough months. Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a little bit rough out there. But there is there is a there's deep darkness. There's a darkness that is trying to cover the earth yeah. where people are all mad. Where people are all scared. Hallelujah. But there's someone greater. And his name is Jesus. And, and, and so you say, well, why, should, why do I want to make the world brighter? Well, because it's going to actually extinguish all of those problems that you see. If there's, the more there's brightness, the more people will actually open their eyes and see what, what can they appreciate in life. Hallelujah. What can they see, in a, even in a bad situation? How can I actually leverage this? And where is God in this situation? Whew, right? Where's God in this? So we are called to be light carriers. We are called to bring the light and to actually shine the light. And the light is not there to like show what like all the sins are uh, it's not it's not necessarily there to like condemn people and that's that's not the point of the light hallelujah the light is so that there's a it's not it's not a condemnation the light is, is an encouragement hallelujah yeah. it's an encouragement that there's a, a better way of life there's a better way of seeing things two people could watch the same movie and see something completely different Right? One person could come to one church and be like, That's, this is the best church ever, and the other person be like, oh, that church is sucks. Like, it's the same thing. That's why it's, it's the light of Jesus. The more you actually have the light of Jesus, the more you will see things as they are and how the Father wants you to see them. If you got the Father's perspective on that argument, if you got the Father's perspective on what's going on inside of your heart, uh, the hurt or uh, and he can actually shift the way we see so that when we see it we get free I used to be uh, pretty like Like, maybe you could look at me now and be like, Dan's got some faults, there's some things wrong with him, right? But if you would have seen me, like, seven years ago, 
or like even more than that, like 10 years ago, you would be like, oh my gosh, like your jaw would be on the ground. Like, Dan, you are a complete different person. Any, anybody else, like, if you look, think about 10 years ago, hallelujah, and think about now, what God can actually accomplish even in a few years. Whew. So I, I gotta, I actually, like, I'm thankful because I know where I came from. And I'm forever grateful I, as much as, as those that have helped me get where I'm at, as much as sometimes they get on my nerves, and sometimes there's issues and there's problems, and I, I just want to maybe like get angry, I'm forever grateful in my heart to those that have actually led me to the still waters, that actually led me to a nice mountain drink, a spring water. I'm thirsty now. <laughs> Hallelujah. So how do we make our world brighter? We are lights. We are to be lights and to help others be lights. So let's just go in our Bibles. Matthew chapter 5 verse 14. Hallelujah. What does it say? You, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl instead put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house in the same way let your light shine before others that they may see your good works and glorify the father in heaven hallelujah do you know that when you actually come to the house of God, you're bringing your light. You're bringing your light. Now, this is, this is what I believe. I believe the more we have of people in unity, right? When they come and they're actually like, think of light. Like when someone lights up their face, what does it look like? The other, the other day, we were worshiping at my house on Thursday, and I just glanced over, and like everybody's face was lit up with joy. I wish I could have taken a picture. It was like, it was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. I was like, they were all like, ah, like, <laughs> in La La Land. I was just like, wow, you guys are happy. Praise God. I believe everybody has that light inside of them. They, 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 they have Jesus and they have, like the moment you have Jesus and you let him shine the revelation on, on, your, on, on the reality of the good things. And that's what worship does is it actually, it gets your focus off of every negative thing that's around you and it fixes the attention on the provider of everything that has ever been good in your life that will ever be good in your life. Yeah. Hallelujah. And when you actually fix your eyes on the, 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 per, the person that is the giver of good gifts and the giver of everything that is even worth mentioning. Hallelujah. He gives you a path. And then the path actually gets narrower and narrower. It becomes clearer and clearer as you walk down the path. Like, like what you are to do in worship, what you are to do with your time, what you are to do with your relationships. Hallelujah. So what? But what? Like this? What this verse is saying that when you actually shine your light, it's it's shining. It's helping others to shine their lights. So like, like as a church, as a human being, right? When someone walks into the shop, amen, and. I like I, I don't like to call it darkness, but sometimes you can see darkness on someone. They they have their shoulders down, right? You could tell there's there's it's darkness, right? It, it's it's sadness. 
I believe that the Holy Spirit in you is actually drawn to make that person light up again. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah. How do you make the how do you make this world a brighter place? It's one person at a time. Hallelujah. Yeah. One person at a time. Tell them about Jesus. Bring them in. The more you bring people into the kingdom of God, the more your problems start to seem dim. The more you fix your eyes on what is positive, and the more you love your, your, your fellow body member. Hallelujah. Right? That's why when... Well, I'm not going to say who it was. Okay, I'll just say who it was. <laughs> it happens, right? When they were having a chat outside by the truck, hallelujah, they were opening up. Light was being shined even on the, on the dark, on the deep things, even in the hidden things, right? The vulnerable things. Light was being, and there was a, there was a, there was like a brightness in that moment. Hallelujah. Have you ever had a bright moment? Where you're just like, man, like, I don't know what just happened here, but I talked to this person and all of a sudden, like, they left and they were so happy. I just made the world a better place with Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo! That's worth living for. You can't, you can't be shining your light and be depressed. You guys with me? Yeah. When you actually light up someone else and their face is lighting up, you're not thinking about suicide. Come on. Hallelujah. Man, like like this is this has to be like a viral thing. <laughs> Some people have this like perma look on their face like they they look like they're always mad. But inside, they're actually happy. You ever met someone like that? I, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, like you can't, you can't just like tell by the way, the way the face is expressing it, that there's light in there. You can't always. Not everybody expresses the same way. Not everybody, uh, right, shines. The same way. Hallelujah. I've met people where we've actually ministered to them. And they looked like they were angry when they left. But they came back a couple of years later. Hallelujah. It's like the light actually caught up to them. Come on. Woo. <laughs> This is God wants to transform our lives. And when you start living your life through the lens of Jesus, everything else starts to just make more sense. Hallelujah. When you help a homeless person, you give him a sandwich. Come on. Man, there's nothing like it. What? Yeah. If you pray for someone and they get healed, and there's this like surprised, happy look. You ever seen those? Look on YouTube, uh, you can see like when someone genuinely gets healed, the look that's on there, like there's light, hallelujah. There's nothing like that. And I believe every person that we're going to be helping in this world, when you get to heaven, they're going to be your best friend. Mm -hmm. Woo! Right? You're going to walk down the golden road. Hallelujah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to walk down and that person's going to spot you and they're going to be like, Oh, my gosh. That's Isaac. Dude, Isaac. Oh, my. Like, bro, come here, man. Thank you so much. I, I'm, I'm in eternity. I'm in heaven for eternity because of, of you open your mouth and you actually took the time to tell me about Jesus. I want to walk down the street, man. I'm going to do like, 
And everybody's like, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, for this person. I love you, man. You're cool. You helped me out. Do you know how, how good that's going to feel when you get to heaven? Come on, those are the treasures in heaven. Who cares about rubies and jewels? Right? I'm going to have a nice mansion, okay? I hope I have a pool. I don't know. Right? <laughs> That's good. But like, I don't know, swimming by yourself is kind of cool. Yeah. I was going to say it's not that good, but it is good. I like a hot tub, you know? <laughs> number two. How do you make this world a burning place? Letting, number two, light, letting God comfort you so you can comfort others. Yes. So, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. Hallelujah. What is compassion? Who here likes to help uh, homeless people? Okay, so, compassion, compassion is the actual light of heaven shining down. Compassion is the light of heaven shining down on the situation where everybody else is walking by la 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 they don't see it compassion is a spotlight that's that's shining on and and because you have Jesus in your heart you can actually have that compassion for that person there's something compassion leads to comfort hallelujah make someone comfortable this week Woo! fluff their pillow come on <laughs> <laughs> it's true if you walk in somewhere wherever you walk into you're bringing comfort you're, you're, the vibe right? the vibe that you bring it's comforting hallelujah and I, like, I've met some people that they come in and they change everything they're solution givers hallelujah come on I love that I love that because solutions bring comfort. Hallelujah. I got, a, I got a lot of problems. You got a lot of problems. You need others around you to have solutions. Solutions bring comfort. So when you comfort, when you let God actually comfort you, when you let Him shine His spotlight on you, you let Him give you that compassion. Hallelujah. Then you can actually give it to someone else. It's like a cycle. Hallelujah. Who here likes to be comfortable? Yeah. Who's like discomfort? <laughs> this it sounds it sounds uh, not that important, but it is. I'm telling you, you come, you 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 get a job and you bring comfort to that place. You're gonna get a raise. You're gonna get promoted. Hallelujah. When you come in and you bring a lasagna, Hallelujah. That's comforting. Come on, man. You're like a wife that brings a lasagna in the house. Like a man, do you, like the husband just wants to like go chop wood or something. He's just like, I don't know what I gotta do, but I'm just gonna chop something. <laughs> Dude, because you just gave me comfort. Now I, I gotta, like, I don't know, man. You just, comfort just makes you, gives you energy. Just yesterday I had such a good sleep, and when I woke up, I was just like, wow, I feel so comfortable. I sat on my computer, it was so clear in my head. Hallelujah. That's why you want to make your house comfortable. Hallelujah. You don't want to have garbage everywhere, right? Cigarette butts and the. On the floor, like I, I used, I used to <laughs> ashtrays and beer cans everywhere. Hallelujah. Well, not hallelujah, but you know what I'm saying. Comfort will make your mind clear. That's why. That's why. Like I, having a good wife is like, it's like heaven. The wife comes and just helps. Right? 
It helps the leadership of the house to have clarity. When I wake up and it's nice and there's comfort, He's the God of all comfort. When you come in His presence, He brings comfort to you. And that comfort, when you leave the service, if you've actually tapped in to His compassion for you, for His love for you, if you've tapped into that, you're supposed to leave more comforted than when you came in. Hallelujah. And then all of a sudden, you're walking and it's clear. You're just like, bam, 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 bam. I, I'm going to do this, 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 this. I'm going to... Like, and then you walk and you're just, like the blur is gone. And then all of a sudden you see a homeless person and you're just like, Hallelujah, God, God bless you. You see? I want to give you some of my comfort to you. Jesus walked around giving comfort. That's what he did for a living. Hallelujah. Every miracle that God, that Jesus did was bringing comfort. I could just keep going, but I'm going to move on. <laughs> so let's keep reading real quick. Four, who comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort that we ourselves receive from God. That's what I was saying. Verse four, for just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, we also, uh, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. Whew. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces you in your patient endurance and the same sufferings we suffer. Okay, number three. Being agents of hope. How do we make this, this world brighter? And I'm almost done here. Verse 7. And our hope for you is firm because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. Our hope for you is firm. Okay, so, can you, like, if when you're an agent of hope, hallelujah, you walk in somewhere where everything seems impossible. And now all of a sudden, things seem possible. Everything seems possible because you are a carrier of hope. Hallelujah. A person that brings hope to an organization. Amen? Man, they like, they could change the whole, everything. Hope. Disperse hope. Give hope. Give a word of hope. Hallelujah. Make the world a better place. You know what? This COVID thing, we got to do all this social distancing. Hallelujah. But guess what's on the other side? There's a great massive harvest of souls. So that hope actually helps you to go through that thing. I already knew, like, when, when this whole thing started... Like, I already, like, had so much hope in my heart that after this revival was going to come, that I started, like, g getting more excited. Right? I'm not I'm joking. Like, this is real. I actually got more excited of all the garbage. Not of the garbage, but I got excited that I knew that there's more hope on the other side. There's going to be a mass. I'm telling you guys, get ready. There's going to be a mass harvest of souls. Hallelujah. Yeah. We're going to do a little part. <coughs> Amen? Let's do it. If God wants to, like, multiply it, do it, Lord. I'm all here. Mm -hmm. We're going to start by doing the floor. Amen? We're going to buff. Mm. We're going to make it nice, shiny. <laughs> right? Then we're going to bring in the wood. Hallelujah. We're doing the... Jip rock. Drywall. Drywall. That's French. <laughs> I still think in French. Hallelujah. Okay. For trusting God in times of trouble to give others confidence in God. Verse 8. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about the troubles we experience in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure 
far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt we had received the sentence of death. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God, who raises the dead. Whoo! Yes! You see how it's, it's like, the worse it gets, the more you can just be like, you know what, this is like the worst thing that's ever happened to me, but you know what, like, God raises the dead. I can see, I can see beyond all of this garbage. God can raise the dead. He can raise my dead family. He could raise my dead arm. He could, he could br breathe on my finances. Hallelujah. Man, just receive that tonight. He has delivered us from such deadly peril. He will deliver if he has delivered us from such deadly peril, he will deliver us again. Mm -hmm. On him we have set our hope that we will con that he will continue to deliver us. Yes. Okay. Continue cycles. He's going to deliver you in this cycle. He paid for your rent last month. He's going to pay for your rent next month. And next month and continually Hallelujah. Come on. You guys with me here? Yeah. Man, I, I need an amen for that one. Yeah. At least one. Maybe half of an amen. That's like A. Yeah. A? <laughs> <laughs> trusting in God. When you're trusting God, you're a carrier of light. Because when everybody else is hopeless, when everybody else is stressed when everybody else is anxious man i don't know the economy is going down well god delivered us that year he's going to deliver us this year hallelujah he delivered me the here i i don't know man i got like i got stories of deliver 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 and they just keep i like i'm sorry god i almost forget how many times you did that for me just don't start taking it for granted hallelujah when you thank him you think him is going to keep going on and you put your expectation upon it what starts happening is your expectation lowers so then you actually stop doing the normal things that you're supposed to do and that's when it, it doesn't come through hallelujah you just got to keep doing it right because the fear is what actually paralyzes you from moving forward so fear doesn't come when you know he's going to deliver you and when fear doesn't come you, you do what you got to do to make things happen. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm almost done. Number five is pray for others. Verse 11 says, it says, uh, He will continue to deliver us as you help us by your prayer. Prayers. Prayers. Make it, pray for someone. Ask for prayer requests. Hallelujah. Man, I don't know about you, but when I pray, I expect results. I do. I actually like I it's done when I pray it's done hallelujah I want you to have that kind of faith when I pray it's done if, if I don't see it now I'm, I'm in shock what it didn't happen come on seriously guys start praying like that because your faith level hallelujah Number six, living in the favor of living in the favor of each other, of God. To teach others to live in the favor of God and to be witnesses. How do you make this world a bright, brighter place? Live in his favor and show other people how to actually live in that same favor that you're receiving. And I So the verse that goes with that. Then many will give thanks on our behalf of, for the gracious favor granted us in answer to many prayers. Hallelujah. Favor is the spotlight. God has a spotlight on you. So when he puts the spotlight on you, don't be scared. Hallelujah. Don't get overwhelmed. God wants to put, put a spotlight on you. That means He's going to set you apart for the purpose that He has for you. Hallelujah. 
But you got to be willing to go through the cycles because it's not going to be all fun and games. The first three years of your marriage is, is probably going to be like heaven on earth. I don't know. But there's going to be, it doesn't matter what job you have. It doesn't matter what relationship you have. At first, everything's going to sound good, but then it's going to get hard. Hallelujah. It does. And God's got a spotlight on you of, of His favor. If you can act, but, but don't quit. I'm, I'm telling you guys, don't quit when it's time to push through. Don't quit because He has a spotlight on you. And I'm telling you, the things that God wants to do in your life, it's going to blow your mind. If you can make it past the temptation, if you can make it past the heartache, if you can make it past the rejection, if you can make it past the looks, the funny looks, the, the, the mocking, hallelujah. Come on. Oof. Hallelujah. Make it past. When you make it past, the spotlight's been on you the whole time. His favor's been on you the whole time. Hallelujah. But if you can, if you can just get yourself to, to, to keep going and to, to do what's needed to be done, even if you don't feel like it. Hallelujah. At first, I didn't want to show up at work. I'm telling you, I didn't, I, I didn't even want to come here. But the more I pushed through that feeling, the more I kept going. Hallelujah. Eventually now, like, like God's favor of my sacrifice is starting to catch up to me now. What I sowed four years ago into this place is starting to catch up to me. So don't de get discouraged if after three months nothing started happening. Hallelujah. Because it takes some time. If you're sowing some big oak trees, hallelujah. Come on. Keep watering that thing. God's spotlight's on you. It's, he's on you. Spotlight. Spotlight. Favor, favor, favor. I'm telling you guys, favor, favor, favor. Just make it to the next cycle. Make it to the next level. Make it to, hallelujah. Beat the dragon. Climb up the pole. Like Mario Brothers. Hallelujah. Right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, I did it. I made it through the dragon. The dragon's always at the end of the level. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, that's good. You got to beat the dragon. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> it's true though. Man, my, my, my actual marriage got the hardest before the greatest breakthrough. It got the worst before it got the best. Hallelujah. Can I hear amen, boy? Come on. Hallelujah. There was a dragon. That thing was was trying to take me down. Hallelujah. I don't know, Gigi, if you got dragons right now. If there's a big dragon sitting in front of you, you're about to get to the next level. Hallelujah. You just got to beat that thing. You got to make it to the next cycle. Oh, man. Because there's a spotlight right on you. The spotlight is shining right on you, Gigi. And he's got things that are going to blow your mind. He's going he's gonna to bring satisfaction to you. He's going to bring desire, like your desires met. Hallelujah. Come on. Secret desires. Just take it. Take it. Hallelujah. He loves you so much, Gigi. I'm telling you. Can you extend your hands to us here, please? Oh, gee. Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless her. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Just keep encouraging him. Keep encouraging Sam. Hallelujah. Release him. Trust that God's going to change him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we just declare it. He's going to make it to the next level. Hallelujah. He's going to make it to the next level in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yes. Who here has got to, wants to get to the next level? Then they're like, go on. Maybe there's a little dragon. <laughs> the baby loses all of its comfort when it's about to come out. Hallelujah. The baby was very comfortable in placenta land. Hallelujah. <laughs> Now, when the baby is about to be born, what happens? Placenta land doesn't exist anymore. It's 
crunch time. It's pain. It's, I don't even know how I'm going to fit through this level. I don't even know how I'm going to make it past this gate. <laughs> Hallelujah. And keep, if you keep pushing, if you keep pushing when it gets hard. And when, it, when it gets harder, it's about to be birthed. When it gets harder, that's when you got to keep going. I'm telling you, put this in your spirit. Don't give up when it gets hard. Hallelujah. So, uh, hmm. Jesus. Jesus actually grew with favor, wisdom, and stature with God and man. Hallelujah. And I love the story in Luke, Luke 2, uh, chapter, chapter 2, verse 30, 43. It says, when those days were over, so Jesus actually, like they were returning home with Jesus the little boy Jesus, and then he like remained behind in Jerusalem, but his parents weren't aware that he had stayed. So like they kept walking, and like they, they didn't even notice that Jesus wasn't there anymore. <laughs> they kept walking. They like left him behind. Hallelujah. Assuming he was in their company, they traveled on for a day, a whole day without noticing, before they began to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they could not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. Finally, after three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astounded and his, uh, at his understanding and at his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. Child, we have... Well, like, what have you... Why did you do this to us? His mother asked, Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why? So he says, Why were you looking for me? Okay, so, so here's the, the, the point of this verse. Okay. The parents represent the comfort, right? Jesus, when he was about to get to the next level, he actually had to leave the comfort of his situation, of what he's comfortable doing, of the work that he's comfortable doing, hallelujah, of, of what the status quo of his parents feeding him everything. And, and, and he, once he left that, hallelujah, now he, he left the comfort and he was he started growing in stature and wisdom and favor. Hallelujah. The spotlight was right on Jesus. And then I love how this happens. And then after that they came back and then he started following his parents and it says he was obedient to them. So, right? Sometimes you got to let things go a little bit and then you can still come back and like Show honor. You can show honor where honor is due, but sometimes you got to separate yourself from the thing that's comfortable because you know God has a higher calling for you, and you got to actually step aside. Hallelujah. Step aside from the sin. Step aside from the bad things. Hallelujah. There's a separation. Huh? Just a little bit of southern comfort. Anybody? Ever had that? <laughs> Step aside from the comfort. Plow through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, let's stand up. We're going to close. Maybe Gigi, you can give me a bit of a piano. He says, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I had to be in my father's house? Jesus was all about the Father's house. Hallelujah. Sometimes you, you leave the, the comfort of Netflix to come to the Father's house. Hallelujah. They didn't understand that statement. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. Hallelujah. And Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, and favor. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm just praying right now. God, we want to be agents of change in this place. God is marking you right now. He's putting the spotlight in you. And He wants to give you a ministry. Hallelujah. He wants you to help this, this sick. He wants you to pray for people. He wants you to, to get involved with the kingdom things. Don't be afraid. The provision is in the kingdom. 
It says, put first the things of the kingdom, and everything else will be added unto you. Hallelujah. Let go of the comfort sometimes, the things that are comfortable, and be radical, and start moving towards the things that are, you're actually called to. Hallelujah. Let go of the comfort, and grow in stature and wisdom, and in favor. Because the spotlight's on you, you're highly favored. Hallelujah. Oh, you're highly favored. You're highly favored. His favor surrounds you like a shield. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we want to be agents of change. Right now, I pray for impartation right now. I pray for your spirit, God, to give us courage. Transformation. God's working on your heart right now. He's saying, I've been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting for you to say yes to me. I've been waiting for you to say yes to me. Give your life to me. Give your heart to me. And when Jesus was on the cross, and when he died, great darkness came. Great darkness came. But on the third day he rose again and the light came and he was favored. And he sat at the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. Make it through the dark times. And he said, Forgive them, God, for they don't know what they're doing. Just forgive that person. That doesn't mean you got to go and hug them. You can forgive them and release them. It's being agents of change, making this world brighter. Brighter, 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 brighter. Let the light come. I come against the spirit of depression. In Jesus' name, it has to go. It has to go. And God, we invite the comfort of the Holy Spirit. We invite the comforter. We say no to anger. We say yes to you, to your sweetness, to the sweet honey of the Spirit. And God, teach us how to worship. Teach us how to be a team. Teach us how to be committed. Hallelujah. So next week, we're going to be uh, doing another service. We do this every week, guys. And I just pray this will charge you up. And there's some things to just think about.